Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. Today, the finals begin of the Iowa High School State football playoffs. Let's take a look at the schedule. Eight player, 9.30 this morning. Bishop Gearing and Algona at 11-1 will take on undefeated Bedford at 12-0. That starts at 9.30. Then the Class A game. At 1 o'clock with West Hancock, 11-1, and Woodbury Central, 12-0. The 1A game will kick off at 4 with MFL Marmack, 11-1, and they'll match up against 12-0 Grundy Center. And in 4A, Lewis Central at 10-2 will play Western Dubuque. They are 11-1. Well, the Iowa Hawkeyes heralded defensive back Cooper DeGene is out with an injury. DeGene leads a team with five pass breakups, two interceptions, and seventh in tackles with 41. Sustained an injury in practice, which could sideline him for the balance of the season, although not confirmed. DeGene sustained the injury in practice. Iowa hosts Illinois in the final home game at Kennick this season. The kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Iowa women's basketball standout Caitlin Clark has been named to the Associated Press and United States Basketball Writers Association National Player of the Week on Tuesday. Clark broke the all-time scoring record last Sunday that was previously held by Megan Gustafson with over 2,813 points. She is averaging 32 points per game, 9 rebounds, and 8.3 rebounds so far this season. Clark is one of two women's players to record a triple-double in four separate seasons with her 12th against Northern Iowa. Iowa hosts Kansas State tonight. The tip-off is set for 7.30 p.m. Well, the Atlantic girls basketball team opens up the regular season on the road at Pella tomorrow night. Atlantic head coach Dan Vargason says Pella lost some talented players from last year but returned a lot of talent as well. Last year they were a talented team. I know they graduated some of their top players, but I know they have a, a pretty solid um, score coming back, and, and I know they have at least one six-footer who's decently talented. So um, they're definitely going to be a, a tough opponent. The Dutch finished 17-6 and six one year ago and lost in the regional final to Glenwood. Uh, we know they're going to be a tough test, uh, and with us having a new lineup, there's going to be some growing pains, and uh, I know we're going to be down at least one or two players that we expect to be playing. Uh, they're not going to be there that day, so... Um, you know, we're going to have a, a, a true test on day one. We'll find out what kind of depth we have with one projected starter already out. Um, so we'll just kind of go from there. But it'll be good to, to see again where we're at with a new team. you got to set the benchmark and, and go from there. The tip-off is set for 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Class 3 All-District 6 team released yesterday. Let's take a look. Uh, the first team quarterback, Hill Turner of Creston. Running backs, Brendan Hayes of Creston. Cass and Stevenson of Nevada. And the receivers, Brandon Briley Creston. Jacob Kusroth of Nevada. Cade Sears Creston. Offensive line, Quentin Fuller of Creston. Stephen Fall of Harlan. Jagger Luther of Creston. Garrett Stringer of Nevada. Kobe Tipasuk from Nevada. At large, Willarkfield Harlan. Colton Rasmussen, Atlantic. Braden Eggers from Harlan and the kicker, Brennan Hayes of Creston. First team defense on the line, Max Chapman, Creston, Will Palmer, Nevada, France Rice of Harlan, Evan Sorensen of Atlantic, linebackers Austin Evans of Creston, Jack Burlidge of Nevada, Matthew Sorfenden of Harlan, defensive backs, Dylan Calvin, Creston, McCoy Haynes of Creston, and Kenick Jewell of Atlantic. Also first team defense at large, Anthony Eaton of Nevada, Cale Kincaid of Knoxville, Colton Becker of Atlantic, and punter Tyler Gomez of Perry. Second team offense, Connor King of Nevada at quarterback, running backs Dante Hetherington of Atlantic and Gavin McLaren of Atlantic. Receivers Drake Levin from Perry and Eric Legos of Perry, and also Kobe Higginbotham of Knoxville. On the offensive line, Tucker Roaring from Creston, Hayden Soma Harlan, Reed Woodward of Atlantic, 
Jesse Rodriguez of Perry, and George Gilbert of Knoxville. At large, Noah Keeler, Knoxville, Cohen Bruce Atlantic, and Kane Kilmer of Perry, and the kicker, Roberto Gomez of Perry. Second-team defense, Isaac Harrington of Veda, David Korsich from Knoxville, Keegan Snyder of Perry, Kevin Collin Perry, and the linebackers, Joseph Rice of Harlan, Will Bollinger of Harlan, Austin Waldera from Nevada. On the defensive backfield, second team, went to Dylan Starlin, Creston, Quinn Casters of Harlan, Connor Willis from Knoxville, and Garen Kenny from Perry. At large, Bryce Van Bala Harlan, Tyson O'Brien of Atlantic, and at large, Tyce Heisick from Knoxville, the punter, Mason Harold of Nevada. And named as the offense honorable mention, Josh Schaefer, Creston, Weston Trapp, Creston, Noah Schmitz, Harlan, Jared Hansen, Atlantic, Trevin Hansen of Atlantic, Spencer Van Howen of Knoxville, and Zach Shelley of Perry. And the defense honorable mention, Jackson Kerr of Creston, Jack Walter, Creston, John Nelson, Nevada, Isaac Williams, Nevada, and Alex Heitoff of Harlan, Nolan Waters of Atlantic, Dakota Ramsey, Knoxville, and Egan Lieber from Perry. Well, Zach Collins caught up with Kevin Brown on Exira EHK's cross-country season. Zach has this report. The Exira EHK cross-country team had a few firsts this season in a number of years as they had a runner win the conference meet for the first time in six years. That runner was freshman Michelle Wilson, who also finished 68th in the state meet at 21 minutes, 1.9 seconds, and was the first state qualifier for Exira EHK in over six years. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had a freshman in Michelle Wilson qualified for state. It's our first state qualifier in cross country in six years since her brother did it. So it was just amazing to see her, her transition from the junior high level to the high school level. Um, not only did she qualify for state, but she also won our conference meet, which was our first time in six years as well. Um, on the boys' side, we had Austin Rasmussen, a sophomore. Uh, he competed quite well. He was all-conference. Uh, he was sophomore of the year for our conference as well. And he, he barely missed state, but I believe by next year, I think we can get him in. Um, we only lost one senior in Phil Reinhardt, so we, we bring everybody back next year. We're hoping to get a couple more in to qualify. Another runner who stepped up this season was Leah Boyson, who cut almost seven minutes off her time over the course of the season. Both the boys and girls teams have a lot coming back and a lot to bring to the table next season. Yeah, we had another freshman in the girls' side named Leah Boyce, and she just stepped up a lot. From the, the beginning of the season, she was running in uh, 30 minutes, and by the end of the season, she was down to 23. So uh, she can do that next year and just start off on the 23s. We'd see a lot more gain on our team scores. Um, we also have on the boys' side a very young team. Um, looking looking forward to it. I mean, just improving overall. The Spartans have continued to improve every single season. Head coach Kevin Brown sees a lot of potential in this group and hopes that they can continue to keep in shape over the winter and go out for track to continue to improve. Yeah, just looking at courses over the past few years, they've just improved. Um, we look at personal best every meet. We see what we can do from one year to the next. I just I just see a lot of potential in this group. Um, I'm hoping we can we can climb up and turn some heads and surprise some people next year. So being young is beneficial for us, and it's going to just be really important that we continue running over the winter. Uh, we do a winter run club, and that hopefully bridges the gap from cross country to track. One runner that Coach Brown is looking to see improve is current junior Gracie Bartz, as he wants to see Bartz enter her senior season with a fresh mind and a readiness to lead. I would love to see Gracie Bartz just put some effort into the summer run club and come in refreshed and with a clear mind. Uh, she can be a senior leader next year, and we don't have many of those. So 
we're just hoping that somebody steps up next year and takes that, you know, takes the leadership role and, and gets some, some quicker time. For next season, the thing that will bring Exira AHK to success is consistency. If the runners can be consistent all year long while continuing to grow, that will only bring success down the line for the Spartans. Sure, I, I would say consistency. Um, just just being ready to compete every meet and shooting for those personal bests and not worry about any other team or how anybody else is doing in that race. And just focus on that growth mindset. Exira EHK looks ahead towards the track and field season as Coach Brown is looking for his boys team to have another successful year. I'm Zach Callens reporting. Thanks a lot, Zach. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson for this sports update.